Centaur Women Forever. Hello, welcome to the Honest Wargamer. <laughs> I'm your host, Rob. Welcome to Stream Street. Uh, who knows? Uh, but I'm joined by Mr. Sam Morgan from AOS List Labs. That's right. Fucking, yeah, that's it. Two, two, two skis is what we're looking at. <laughs> uh, me and Sam are going to be doing some ad hoc list review. I want everyone to know that I've had a very terrible morning. I didn't organize anything well. And then I just messaged Sam maybe about four minutes ago saying, are we doing this thing? And he was like, what fucking thing? And then he's here to, to entertain all of you. So Sam's I'm a hero. So I need to show you, Rob, this is a, a live live image of just how late this is. I just got some Baskin Robbins turned up from the Uber because I thought <laughs> I'd be watching the show, not participating in the show. So I'm literally going to eat my little... Yeah, that works. It's an ASMR start. <laughs> Nick started doing that on the uh, on the forty k show. He just started eating yogurt when he turned. He's like, "Hello, I'm here. I'm gonna eat some yogurt." Diadrine, just on my way. Oh, go on after you, Sam. Are you well? I've got the hokey pokey with a um, a peppermint, and then there's a chocolate fudge on top, and we've sprinkled some um, some chopped up almonds there. What, so, what uh, ice cream did you have? It's Baskin Robbins. It's just like a little chain store. I don't know if you guys have got them. Yeah, no, but like, sorry, what flavor? What flavor ice cream? Um, yeah, hokey pokey. So it's like little balls of um, maybe honey, maybe honeycomb. I'm not quite sure. Oh. Indescript and sweet. No, it's delicious. I've um, I've made a salient choice. Okay, I, um, if it's mint choc chip, I think we riot. That or salted caramel. I think. We yeah, mint choc chip. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's also uh, the middle of winter here. It's bloody freezing. This is like a bad choice on so many levels. And what temperature is it though? Oh, uh, eighteen degrees Celsius. <laughs> degrees. Yeah, I think it was eighteen today. <laughs> <laughs> In England, there'd be people completely naked just outside. Like, wow, look at the heat. Uh, <laughs> Um, well, listen, it's lovely having you on the show. I was going to thank everyone for joining us live. Wargaming Dad, uh, Knigget, Colonel Cabbage, Scott B, uh, Diadrin. I'm just on my way for my first lockdown games at Bad Moon Cafe. So excited. Uh, really happy for you. Gitley says Guten Smorgen, uh, which is hilarious. Um, uh, that's <laughs> uh, Hey Something Great. Hello, everyone else. Thank you to uh, someone resubscribed, which was lovely. Sump Works. Appreciate you. Neil, what's going on? Uh, yeah, sure. If we get to Hot Tub. If we get to Stream Street 469, I'll try and do it in a hot tub. Who knows? Like, <laughs> I don't know where I'd find a hot tub, but I'll try. Uh, like, I might just do it outside in the rain, uh, which is basically the same. Um, so I'm glad everyone's well. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, please stay hydrated. And thanks to all the YouTube thugs who are getting very thuggy in the chat, which I'm, I'm enjoying on the YouTube comments. They're fun, the YouTube comments now. Uh, I'm enjoying They're it. wild. One of, them, um, one of them wanted to bullock with me about Graveguard. Graveguard are the best. They've got punch. Graveguard punch. This guy said there was no punch. All right, mate, calm down. <laughs> okay. Like, how are you getting the Graveguard there? Oh, magic. I'm just getting them there via, yeah, like five inch well, is fine. He's right. They're a good unit. They're fine. They're a good unit. Yeah, no, I like them. I like them. I said, but I said that we already said that on the show the day before. So no, that was, that was weird. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. Anyway. So uh, yeah, let's, we're going to start talking about some lists. I'm just going to fucking start right now. Um, uh, so there is the Australian, there's a the New Zealand masters, which Smorgan, I know you've been mad at me because I've been calling it the, also the Australian masters at the same time. Um, but that's because you guys just can't hold on to any of your major trophies and all the Kiwis keep stealing them off you. You say that, but um, their biggest ever event, I actually won. I, I saw the bloke last night do those flexes. <laughs> Me and Nick <laughs> Owen went over to their biggest ever fantasy event and we won that one, um, Teams event. Me, okay. Nick, 
and then we just had two bits of dead wood. So Lockie Mulcahy and, um, and someone else. And, um, and then most recently their biggest stage of Sigma event, they had Hayden Walker and Liam Burnett blue, who I would say they're like D grade, maybe even E grade Australian players went over and, and pinched two of the trophies. So just saying, <laughs> You got the two kids off the paper out to play, like yeah. they just smacked him around. So I don't know if Liam qualified. He probably did on that that one result. Man, like how did they get, travel over there, Liam and Hayden? I assume that they uh, they did Canoe some like, chemical yeah. romance busking in the streets, like a nah, parody this, band. This is pre-COVID. This is pre-COVID. This was um, notorious GT. So admittedly, neither of the Shawns could play because they were the TOs. Uh, but um, yeah, Liam and Hayden both podiumed as as far as I recall. Oh, okay. Yeah, and they're both amazing people. Peasants, if you, if you... exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. Right, let's talk about these lists. Uh, right, so Jonathan Quirth. Quirth? Quirth. Um, is, uh, oh, if you guys want to look at the list, I'm going to type it in the chat so you guys can check them out at the same time uh, and read it through with us. Uh, he's run the Daughters of King list with a Melisite Iron Scale, Iron Scale as the general, which means he's going to have snakes as battle line. Then Marathi, um, both Marathis obviously, and a Bloodwrap Medusa in there as well with the Shadowstone and then Mirrodance. Uh, by the way, this is in Calibron for that teleport. 15 Blood Sisters, 2 times 10 Blood Stalkers, and the Viperic Guard. Then a cheeky purple Son of Sheesh as well with an extra command point. Uh, Smorgan, lots to, lots to say about uh, those Blood Stalkers shooting twice. Only one of those two units will be able to shoot twice, but that's. That's a lot of shots. That's uh, 40 shots in the shooting phase with an additional 20 shots in the hero phase and then a fighter unit of Blood Sisters. Um, what do you think about this? Like light on bodies or just good? This is the um, the party at the all points list, right? This is yeah. Dayton's list. Uh, apart from um, Dayton I... never took the Medusa. He added like he, sorry, not the Medusa, sorry, the Shadow Queen, Marathi. Yep. None of that was in. And instead he, it was Sans Marathi. More bodies. So, more yeah. bodies, yeah. So this is lighter um, with the bodies. Yeah, this is the the free command ability. Is that right? You get to use a free command ability once per game. So it's uh, basically just an extra command point. Is that this one, or is this immune to battle shock? Uh, this is Viperic Guard is immune to battle shock. I'm pretty certain. Uh, uh, the reason I be. ask is that the the AOS app, which um, I'm spending uh, on each month. Yep. It, it simply just says must consist of the following, and then provides no special rules. So that's that's incredibly useful. Um, yeah, I think either way, this is a really strong list. The, this this build, it's obviously um, it's low drop. Uh, it, it pushes out a lot of damage in multiple phases. Um, it's deceptively fast. Like I, I really like this, and I think um, the all the all snake builds are, are super strong in the current meta. And in the context of the other lists within this tournament, um, I, I would anticipate this is going to be one of the, the the top lists overall. Yeah, like so. There was I. I don't know if this is true. The New Zealand Masters. Oh, I was meant to eat. Uh, so eat, Bray, Shadow, Love on Twitter. You were meant to come on the mm -hmm. show as well. And I've just remembered. I've got to ask you, and I'm so sorry. So that's I've just remembered. He's cause... he's got the best list at the whole event. So that's right. We're going to be able to give him so much kudos for running Beast Beastman at a Masters event. Well, what I'm gonna I'm gonna just ask him to come on the show next week and just talk to me for what however long he likes. 
like you booked nice. in and I'm nice. sorry that's my bad um, uh, I thought there was a challenge going on where everyone just took terrible lists but apparently some people didn't get the memo <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> right Sam Bernard is running Ogre Mortar don't forget this is the New Zealand Masters so this is the people who've done best <laughs> over the course of the past year so uh, there should be some pretty competent gaming here uh, Sam Bernard with a Blood Gullet More Tribes list Frostlord on Stonehorn Huskard on Stonehorn Thunder Tusk and a Butcher Two Lots of Two Mournfang Stonehorn Beast Riders in the Yorbad and bringing the Chronomantic Cogs as well for that that plus movement. Uh, I'd say fairly standard, but we rarely see the Cogs taken, uh, and we we normally see more Mornfang. Yeah, I think this is really this is the six inch pile in sub faction, isn't it? So um, you know, g- getting a six inch pile in via the Stonehorn is really strong, and uh, this this army does a stack of mortal wounds. Um, and if, if if I recall correctly, there's sort of three or four KO lists at the event, and I think um, a good a good sort of um, ogre player should like the KO matchup because they're just the the KO builds that are here anyway. They're just they're able to outbody them on the objectives, and they're durable enough um, and fast enough that they can sort of hit and hurt them. So I think um, this list could easily easily be um, brought up a level just by um, increasing the number of frost lords on Stonehorn, but whatever like what he's taken is really cool and really strong agreed yeah really strong uh, and it, and we've seen it just play time and time again um and mm-hmm. in blood gullet as well so uh yeah lovely 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 ben black with his carriage and overlords list is running mm-hmm. an endrin master with endrin harness two lots of 10 arcanauts four gunstruck gun haulers all with sky cannons oh sorry one's got a drill cannon um, and then two lots of Gunstruck Thunderers, which you saw banned at the Super Series on, uh, for this Oy. matchup this Sunday uh, on mm-hmm. Monday. So two lots of 10 there. They're 240 each for 10. Uh, and then an, a Frigate and an Ironclad, again with a heavy Sky Cannon. Um, what do you think about uh, KO generally? Obviously, it's in Urbaz, though, and it's not in Zifflin. There's no, it's no Alpha Strike list. Um, and instead, I don't get it system. at all. You really? I, I don't. I don't understand. Oh, like it, it has heaps of things that are good. Arcanaut Company are really good. Um, the little gun haulers are really good. The the um, Ironclad is good. I don't I don't know why you would take a frigate if it wasn't part of a battalion. Um, so, yeah, it's problematic that it's so high drop because it means almost always your opponent's going to be dictating whether you want to go, whether you're going first or second. And um, KO lists are often predicated on being able to get a double um, or being able to avoid a double. So not being able to choose up in the early game is is a bit of bit of a worry. Um, but, yeah, it's cool. I mean, I don't I, if I was playing against this, I don't know how it's supposed to win. And if he's got some secret plan, I think that's a really good starting point. You know what I mean? Like, if this guy's really experienced using this particular build and playing it a particular way um, and his opponents aren't prepared for that, well, then that's an advantage that he's got. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I I just, I love talking to you because then it's just, I don't have, <laughs> I don't have to follow up. I'm like, well, I want, I want you to talk heaps so I can just smash this ice cream. <laughs> I'll do the next one. You smash out the ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so uh, OCR Bone Reapers is being played by Tim Lin. I, I got to say that actually, I was looking at it on paper, the gun haulers, right? Because I was like, what weapon are you going to take? Because the Sky Cannon is an interesting shout, because I wasn't sure you were going to take the Sky Cannon. Let me just go and war scroll this, because I was literally looking at this today for no reason. Um, more on that later. Uh, so, uh, so the uh, shrapnel shot is amazing, mm-hmm. right? Because it's D6 shots 
threes, threes, rend one, two damage. And then they've got the, um, oh no, they don't have, it's the frigates that have the, the flat four as well. So, but like, that's pretty amazing at 18 inch range, just like 130 points. It's that rend one, two damage. And he's got it like four times. So it's four D6 shots, threes, threes, rend one, two damage. Mm -hmm. Like, that's, that, that's pretty good. Like, on a 10 wound, four up save kind of model. And that doesn't include, like, there's also an 80 shot carbine where there's two shots. And if you really wanted to, you could just try and hit, do the one shot that's threes, twos, rend two, D6 damage. So, Moving into kind of an armor meta, maybe via Blood Knights and the Vamp Lords, mm. and also the Stormcast with two plus and stuff, maybe like that's going to be more relevant. But I just it was it's interesting. 130 points feels like a bargain for that. But uh, they just have so much utility. A, gu a gun hauler is um, an incredibly valuable piece because it's always threatening. You know, it, it drops bombs at the start of the phase. It's tough to kill. Um, it just zips around. And even there's one turn per game where it can just move an extra six. So quite often people will screen for the nine inches, right? But then you get that one turn per game where you're going, you automatically going an additional six, and then it can still charge and shoot and all the other stuff. Um, it makes it a really, really versatile piece. I love gun haulers. I always run them in Tempest Psy uh, with plus one to hit and plus one to wound. They're ridiculous. Yeah, good shout. Okay, and then the Thunderers are going to do some amazing work as well. Right, Tim mm -hmm. Lind has got an Osart Bone Reapers list from which is the Crematorium. So he is like all that he's got like Pilates right like he's only listening to music on vinyl he is super <laughs> edgy like all the way uh i which is my crematoriums is my favorite end of like it's not the best but it's i would paint these guys up as fiery boys and it would be amazing he's even made them be from ashquay so i think that's wicked leech cavalas arcan in there as well 40 more tech 20 more tech 10 more tech and then the harvester then he's got two crawlers the crawlers make loads of sense, and I can see why he maybe wouldn't put into more more tech. So obviously, crematoriums. When you kill one, uh, they're going to give dish you a mortal wound back. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, when sucks. Thanks for donating ten pounds to the show. That's like fucking hugely appreciated. I can't actually tell you how much. So thank you so much. Um, uh, yeah. So like when, uh, uh, so like when one dies, basically you've got the opportunity to do some mortal wounds back, and the Gothazar harvester can basically bring them back as well and then arcan has also got the ability to put models and so is the leech cavalos but models back into that unit so that brick of 40 is pretty hard to get rid of and then when you mm -hmm. hit it it does mortal wounds and then it regenerates which i think is pretty sweet like i like i don't think it's ever top tier but i think it's a way fun way to run ocr bone reapers yeah absolutely F fully yeah. agree it's got all the tools it's really cool um arcan's a nice little machine gun like if your opponent can kill him they they can kill him <laughs> whatever yeah. do you know what i mean like the um the, the those medium wound characters uh he's not he's nowhere near as survivable as he is as like a catacross or a, an agash but equally you're not paying the same points so uh, yeah i really like this list i think it's cool yeah okay uh and the crawlers unbelievable 200 points yeah, unbelievable yeah um the, i'm glad the flinger is more expensive because it's not it's better uh right so then kerry melody is uh, playing a Cities of Sigmar list, Wanderers of the Bramble Labyrinth, uh, which is, oh my god, names. Uh, a Dreadlord on Black Dragon, the Exiled Highborn on Ancient Arboreal Dragon, the Anointed, Chosen One of the Verdant Wilds, and the Knight Encanter, Broderick Battlemage of Hedge Knight of the Bramble Labyrinth. Um, I was just speaking to one of my good friends earlier today, who's, uh, I haven't spoken to him much over lockdown. Um, I don't know if he wanted me to mention, so I won't say, but he's been made like the head 
logistical manager of like the, his title is insane. It's like eighteen different names. Like he's got a really good upgrade, and this is what this sounds like. Like it's a lot. <laughs> there's a knight encounter, an anointed, and a dreadlord on back dragon. Then there's twenty sisters of the watch, two lots of ten sisters of the watch, five wild riders. There's thirty phoenix guard. Then there's ten frigo guard, three times. Um, uh, so and not so this is all in living city. So uh, and the. Uh, Dreadlord and Black Dragon obviously has got the Iron Oak uh, Artisan Command Trait and also the Spear of the Hunt. So he's going to be able to shoot and move and then get into combat and then it's got that plus one save. What do you think of this list generally? It's a nice mishmash, right? Yeah, it's cool. I mean, what's the Dreadlord? Um, Extra rend, fight at the start of the combat phase, extra save, plus one to wound. It's got like all of the special rules stacked and then it's healing wounds every turn. Um, This is not a strong list. Um, this is probably one of the weaker lists, but it's really cool. And the um, the, the naming of every unit definitely gets bonus points from me. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Me too. Uh, there's not much to say about that. Sis of the Watch, interesting. I would like to see them maybe get a little bit cheaper because mm. they're really good, but they're, they could be a tiny bit cheaper because maybe the things surrounding them don't really buff them enough that they become insane. So I'd like to see them get like because they're also cool models. Right, Tay M, uh, he's running a uh, Slaughter Host Baleful Lords corn list, which is all the Boom Thirsters. So he's got t- uh, two Bloodthirsters of Incensant Rage, one of whom is the General, and then he's got two Wrath of Corn Bloodthirsters, Scarbrand and a Blood Secretor, and then Min Blood Reavers, three times ten, in Tyrants of Blood. Seen this play a load. You got any thoughts on generally the corn Boom Thirst list, Sam? Five Bloodthirsters. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's pretty scary, isn't it? Yeah, this is um it's interesting to see the Wrath of Corn Thirstar. That's not one that I'm that I'm used to playing against. Uh that was more of an AOS one. In the old book, I think the Wrath Thirster was popular. Uh, but it's not not something that I've seen subsequently. So I don't know if this is um a carryover and he's just sort of running the same models or if he's got some some secret moves planned for those those Wrath is, of Corn is Thirsters. Wrath not the part in six? No. Wrath of um, one second. Hold on. I'm pretty certain. Incentinate uh, is explode. I think Wrath is just like plus one to run and charge or something. Yeah, it's the short one. That's weird. I thought yeah. That's not the one that lets you pile in six inches. That's the other one, right? That's no, so it's got, it, it's got a really good combat profile singular, like six attacks, threes and twos, damage D3, rend minus two. But yeah, it's not... It's it's not as hideous as the other one. Like I say, there might be something in there that we're missing, um, perhaps the sub faction or something like that. But yeah, I don't know. That's that's certainly not one that I've seen in AOS two. Fun, 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 fun. I mean, if the boom thirsters go off, uh, the unfettered yeah. fury. That's the one I was struggling with that today. Thank you. The unfettered fury um, is uh, yeah, uh, but the incense and rage is the unfettered fury is the pile in the incense and rage is the booms. Anyway, uh, fine. I like I've made my thoughts on corn. Good luck. Good luck. So far, not a lot of shooting so far. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. no, actually, there was, I mean, there was some in, sorry, in the uh, uh, in the cities list, but like... And the KO. Was... I think there's three KO to come as well, so I, I don't okay. like that. Having looked at all of the lists, I don't like the Bloodthirster's chance of getting into favourable combats, but if he's, you know, able to, to um, run the gauntlet with the draw, he could potentially um, potentially do well. That's what I. That's the advice actually from Frontline Gaming currently against Drukari. Just <laughs> a, avoid the match is the best Run way to the <laughs> just just avoid it. Right. Uh, so then someone is playing. Uh, Mitch Hearty is playing with his daughters of Canelis in Calibron. 
He has got um, <laughs> he's got a Melusai Iron Scale as the general with Marathi again. Then he's got ten Blood Sisters, two lots of five Blood Sisters. Those are all the fighty ones. And then the big brick of twenty Blood Stalkers in the Scath Coven. Uh, and then <laughs> he's got that extra command point to initially start off. So he's got that ten unit of Blood Sisters to fight, two units of five to go hold objectives and camp and whatever. Um, Melly Sky makes some battle line, and then he's now going to be doing forty shots. Threes and threes, rend one, doing damage one. Sixes to hit are going to do a mortal wound. In the hero phase, 40 shots. In the shooting phase, 80 shots per round. Uh, what do you think? Mitch is like my sensei. I am certainly his apprentice. He's um, the Skaven player. I'd say preeminent Skaven player globally. Uh, and he did an amazing, an amazing show on Notorious Age of Sigma. So, whenever you you finish watching this, go over to Notorious and look through their back catalogue. He did their Skaven review. Um, I didn't know that he was playing other armies. I, I would say based on both uh, player skill and also build, this is the the one to watch for the event. I reckon this is going to be the winner. Uh, but I heard from both Sean and Sean that maybe Mitch struggles with pressure a little bit. So we don't want we don't want him to know that we think it's going to be the winner, but we I reckon this is what you would pick as the winner ahead of time. So hopefully that doesn't get back to Mitch because I don't want hey, him Mitch, to get any pressure. Don't worry about it. You, you've only you've only brought a really strong list to attempt to win. So, like, you know, if you don't, awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Bates, love this guy. Lumineth Realm Lords list. Uh, so he's gone for Sire. Uh, he's taken Teclas, and he's obviously got the Goading Arrogance, Gar- uh, Goading Arrogance Cathalar as well. Uh, and then he's got the Aurelan Legion. And then what he's taken with that is he's got a unit of Wardens, 20 Wardens, 10 Wardens, another 10 Wardens. And then he's gone for one, two, three. Have I got that right? One, two, mm-hmm. three. Three units of Sentinels, so 30 Sentinels. I talked about this because, again, Teclis was banned on the ban show on Monday, Sam. I talked about this already. Mm-hmm. I think Teclis is such a big cost that you don't necessarily get tons out of him. But I haven't seen any magic doms who are going to shut him down at the moment. So maybe he can cast his eight spells. Oh, sorry, his four spells or whatever. Like, I don't know what you think like about this and the whole thing. Yeah, they're running the new book. So I think that under the new book, you would be crazy not to take Teclis. Okay. Um, he, uh, from my perspective, I think he's the he's still the best thing in the book. I, I, I really, really, really rate Lumineth. I think they're a really strong army, and they've got lots of flexibility. Um, I, I take I take your point in terms of uh, it corralling the list to play a particular way, but I, I I think that's the strongest play style. And I know Sean went one and two and two on the weekend, so he took this list and finished. Um, sort of middle of the pack and he's the sort of guy it wouldn't surprise me at all if he he takes it to a five and oh um and equally it wouldn't surprise me if he gets on the beers and goes one and four so um <laughs> this is he's got a rogue he's got a rogue element to him you know we don't know how this one's going to play out <laughs> okay all right uh yeah so dave in the chat who was dave was one of the people responsible for the, well he was the person responsible for uh the banning of techless like i can be wrong it's just my feelings are x <laughs> like we'll see this play out right like and that's what's that's what's exciting it that it's nice that you can't just say this is definitely too good get rid of it mm-hmm. like you can in some cases but in this it's like it there's a swing vote on it so um and it's also a low drop which we haven't seen a lot of low drops so take an mm-hmm. opportunity there and then 30 sentinels is, pr- is pretty punchy um right Stephen morris uh, and also sean is great uh, Stephen Morris is running a Seraphon Thunder Lizard list. Croak, Star Priest, Skink Priest, and of course, 
the Scarvet on Carnosaur and the Astroth Banabera, which will be comboed with the Bellwind Vortex. Then he's got the Bound Burning Head, uh, hashtag ban, bound spells. Uh, and then he's got the Triple Bastilladon. He's got five Saurus Guards, so he's got what we call the, the, the Croak Castle. Croak, the five Saurus Guard on the Bellwind with the Astroth Banabera. It's basically unkillable. Um, like he's there, ready. And he's going to be doing loads of mortal wounds. And then he's got 20 skinks. And then he's got three lots of 10 skinks. And really, it's all about those Bastilodons just doing those shots into chaos. Um, and just doing a lot of shots and double tapping and shooting away. Um, looking to generate as many command points as he can from, from Croak. What do you think of the... Uh, generally, the Thunder Lizard list doesn't tend to do as well as the Coalesce list, Sam. What are your thoughts on that? So this is the shoot twice, right? And yeah. your bravery can't be modified. Which isn't to say that you don't take battle shock because you just add battle shock to the number that you've rolled and then subtract your bravery. So I think a lot of people sort of muck that one up. Um, yeah, it's really good. I played against Mick Crichton from the Fail Charge and he was running two Bastilodons and the Engine of the Gods shooting twice and that was super effective. It's clearly not as good. Like it's just clearly not as good as Fangs of Sotek um, or the... Dracoth's tail or whatever it's called, but it's still really, really good. Uh, and in this in this field with the other armies in this field, this, this should still be a contender. I mean, just the yeah, the the skinks and croak are too strong. Like I know we just we just said we're not having that conversation about techless, but for for Seraphon, it's a, just another it's another tier again. Um, it's it's boring tier. Well, and also don't forget. So this is the non teleporting version, which I think is king. Mm -hmm. So like this mm -hmm. is the non teleporting version, which means the army does move a lot differently. Like it's more, it's more of a screen and shoot over yep. the screen via the Bastilodons. Yep. So if you can get something that can jump back there or start to affect them, it, that bound burning head is going to literally sit between them and give them reroll ones to hit, which is huge as well. So like it's pretty. And then when you get close enough, Croak just just zooms you like one 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 with the with the mortal wounds i would say that like <laughs> it's like that's what he does He's like, wom, wom, wom. but the uh <laughs> but there's not tons of bodies i sent him some but it, the whole thing is reducing damage by one that's not even the good sub faction reducing all incoming damage by one to a minimum of one is what they're getting and that's not even the good variant so that's wild um but it, it will affect those ko shots which are rend one damage mm -hmm. two because they're going to go down mm -hmm. to run one damage one. So I think that's a, a real interesting to uh, take. Anyway, uh, Bartek Erwitowski. Oh, nailed that. Um, you really should not lose to this list. <laughs> this is 8 Bray Love. Okay, again, I'm sorry. Right. Next time on the show, I want to hear you. Just, you can give me a review of the show. Do me, you can do a whole battle report on the show. Um, so he's running Gavspawn, Beast of Chaos. He's got One-Eyed Grunuk. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Every day, the Prescott just like I like when I grown up. Yeah, I like when I grown up. Like, want to like have a phone call and just talk about when I grown up for forty-five minutes. Jesus. <laughs> so he's he's allied, um, he's allied Mega Gargan. Then he's got Great Bray Shaman called Black Philip. He's got Great Bray Shaman with called Barbecue Goat and Modica the Doom Cow, which is the Doom Bull. Then he has got ten Ungor, ten Gore. Uh, he's got ten uh, Bestigore. And he's then got 10 more Bestigore. He's got two lots of 10 Ungor Raiders. And he's, oh my fucking God. He's got two lots of three Dragon Ogres. This is the Masters event. Is this? Mm -hmm. Okay. And then in the Pestilent Throng. Uh, and then he's got the Wildfire Taurus uh, and the extra command. Extra Wildfire Taurus is still super good. Super good. Uh, endless spell. So that's going to make people strike last. Um, and then he can, I mean, he's got the Warglaives on the Dragon Ogres. So 
you could throw the Wildfire Taurus, throw two lots of Dragon Ogres in, and then just like try and clean them out with the Warglaives if you roll well. I guess. No. No. (laughs) (laughs) The the pestle and throwing right is if your unit's destroyed, every enemy within seven, you roll a dice, and on a two plus, they take a mortal. So maybe his plan is to get his whole army killed and for the exploding mortals to be to be enough to to get through them this is um it's wild that he's taking this to the masters i I think i have nothing but respect for this dude this is unreal yeah me too me too like imagine what we just spoke about all the Mm -hmm. the 80 shots coming out of the Mm -hmm. dok list (laughs) just chuck marathi in the guts see see what she can kill see if she can take off the whole army like yeah (laughs) just just one bomber down the lane and just be like (laughs) can you kill her Uh, (laughs) amazing what a legend what a fucking legend yeah couldn't love it more the only problem he's gonna have is getting to the event with balls that big like he's gonna (laughs) give him some extra time um right okay uh so jesse lee is running uh, a Flesh Eater Quartz Blister King list. He's got an Aboran Ghoul King on Royal Terror Geist, an Aboran Art Regent, and a Vargulf Courtier. Then he's running 20 Crypt Ghouls, and of course the Aboran Ghoul King on Royal Terror Geist has got uh, Spectral Host as the spell, but he's also got the Gruesome Bite, of course. Um, and the Art Regent's the general. Then he's got 20 Crypt Ghouls, he's got three Crypt Horrors, another, and then he's got six Crypt Flayers twice, in all in Royal Mordants. Uh, and then he's got the extra command point. So it's all about lowering the bravery uh, of these people and getting those flayers in to do as much screaming as possible uh, and take them off the board. Uh, I mean, I would say if there wasn't so much KO and there wasn't so much shooting, then this would be okay. They're fast. It's super fast as well. So it can really push into his opponent really aggressively, which I think is really good, but it just doesn't have a lot of staying power if the Terrorgeist ends up going down. I think that's maybe one of the issues. Um, uh, but yeah, like, uh, and currently... Flesh Eater Quartz is sat on a 40% win rate. So, well, 38. So mm-hmm. he's really he's really pushing a rock uphill at the moment. What do you think? I played against this list recently, uh, and it's got lots of maneuverability and speed, but it doesn't have the output that, that other armies in the meta do at the moment, which is a really funny thing to say, because when FET came out, they were problematic in terms of they, they did too much damage, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and just the pro- progressive power creep has meant that you know now, now they're actually at the lower end, which is a bit like a bit funny to, to think about, isn't it? When that that first weekend when the book came out and the sky was falling, um, but now yeah, I think some of the armies here will will, will shoot off the the characters, the the two support characters, um, and then they'll be able to progressively target um, and just and break the army up. But yeah, the in terms of the list, it's really fun. It's it's a really strong. Um, it's a really strong list to play if you're playing any other 2018 and 2017 and 2016 builds, which we've seen quite a few of in this event. So I think they, they're going to go okay. <laughs> it's like a time warp. <laughs> well, it's, a, it's a, also like a just in Australia, the models are incredibly expensive and in New Zealand, they pay like 115% of whatever we pay. So I think it, there, that is a case of people that they get an army. Um, they love that army to the extent that they name their characters and their units and they play it to death. And I, I think all power to them. It's awesome. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. And I think actually it creates a, like a very dynamic meta, um, which I think is good. And like, I agree, I agree with you 100%. Bo, so Bo Patterson, who just ended up taking an event out not long ago with his IDK, I think it was last week, weekend before. Uh, so uh, he 
looking to uh, repeat that. He's got his Deepkin, he's got Volty, he's got two Soul Scryers, um, he's got two lots of six Morsar Guard, three lots of three Ishlan Guard, and the Leviadon. He's ran, I think he ran a similar list, if not identical list, um, at the event which he took out, and he went 5-0 or 6-0. and um, uh, Yeah, I mean, what's not to say? We, you know, we were talking about units that aren't too good. There's mm-hmm. Morsar Guard, baby. 100%. Like, probably the... I don't know who said it. I, maybe best war scroll in the game. End combo, probably. Like, provably at this point. Consistently too good. What do you think? Ooh, best scroll in the game is is tough. Yeah, I want to think about that for three or four days, Rob. And do <laughs> like that's not the sort of thing. I'm I'm a bit more conservative than you, mate. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. You want to obsess over it for several weeks. That's right. Now very strong. I'm very strong, and his list looks finely tuned, and it has some amazing puns. Um, so calling your Achillean guard O Carp gets you um gets you bonus points from me. Yeah, and your Leviathan being Shell Yeah is also brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I've said the past. I don't think Ishlan guard um are worth it. I think you just you just run only Morsar, but whatever. Like it's still this is this is still very very good. Yeah, 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 really good. Uh, Tubman, Tubman, our man Sean. Uh, Barrett Mornar, Carajan Overlords. He's got a Chemist, um, and then he's got two Navigators. He's running... Now, he did, at the beginning of this year, or maybe even last fucking year, I interviewed him on something very, very similar, which he took to an event and went 6-0, just beating his friend Sean with his shoot cast. Not too dissimilar, so you can actually go back and listen to that uh, interview where he talks about, I think, most of this. Uh, and that, the key element here is that he's got a lot more Arcanaut than we generally tend to see. And he's also running them in Mornar, which we also don't see very much, at, or, or at all, in fact. Uh, so he's got 20 Arcanaut Company twice and another 10, so 50 Arcanauts. And then he's got three lots of three Engine Riggers, uh, 10 Thunderers, which is 240 points, and then the, the Gun Hauler. Um, and then he's got that Ironclad, and he's got the Iron Sky Command, so all of those Arcanauts are immune to Battle Shock, is what he's got in, in that setup. Um, and I think what his kind of point before was, or what he said when I was interviewing him, that he just uses the ironclad as bait. So people just go for it and they try and take it out. Uh, and then he just flies it away. And then he's like, cool, mm-hmm. you're, not, you're not killing my 50 wounds worth of Arcanauts. Um, and, and uses that as bait. And he's done really well with this list previously. So I expect to see him do quite well with this again. Yeah, Sean's a great human, isn't he? I think that we just need to put that on the table. Um, yeah. Maybe he's the alpha Sean. That's, that's all I'll say. Uh, there's, <laughs> Big there's there's three preeminent list sort of shows on the internet. So we've got Darren's List Diaries, just a, a remarkable, insightful show. We've got Sean's Shit Lists, which he does on Fridays, which are on Twitter. They're they're short and they're punchy and they're just amazing. And the tech that he's able to unearth is just brilliant. Um, and then third, it'll be remiss of us not to mention MetaWatch, who just say take more points than your opponent and then you'll win. It would be remiss of us not to say they are they are putting content out, and it's important that and it looks really well done. The, the does it front though? of I, I feel like I images? could do a better one on Photoshop on my phone, but that's fine. They should their own. their own. Liam Herbert is running a, a Ziflin KO list um, <laughs> with a chemist navigator and the engine master and dirigible suit, and the Lord Exorcist as a as a little swing in there. He's got the Everblaze Comet, the Warp Lightning Vortex, Iron Sky Command, the Ironclad, two gun haulers, and two lots of 
six engine riggers and the Arconaut company. So going for that Alpha Strike with the Warp Lightning Vortex and then using the Exorcist to throw the Everblaze Comet in for additional mortal wounds, looking to just absolutely nuke the enemy army. Turn one, right? Like, well, mm-hmm. or debilitate it significantly, turn one. Um, 190 points for the Exorcist and the Everblaze Comet combo. What do you think about that, Sam? No, not worth it. Danny, Danny tried that when the book came out. He was running a um, the better wizard because it had a dispel scroll. Um, and yeah, the package just isn't worth it. When it goes off, it's it's obviously um, really good. And the, the range is 36 inches from memory, which outranges unbind ranges. Uh, and then it reduces the other wizards casting, which is obviously useful as well. But but ultimately, I think yeah, 190 additional points of KO stuff would be better. What, one thing I do like about this list is the um, the 12 riggers and the Endron Master, just for the passive healing that they're going to provide, because you want that that ironclad sticking around obviously as long as possible and the the, the inbuilt triumph that you get reroll saves means that the the ironclad's really survivable and then regenerating wounds is really important as well so i do like that that combination it's not something we've seen in the other um the other ko list from memory no we haven't we haven't and you're right that that rerollable save from the triumph is huge really really big um mm-hmm. uh like so sticking around i think like we sometimes see the prime thrown in instead of the exorcist and maybe like some points moved around really um because it's not like it's another 110 points like to add to get to 300 for the prime um with a more guaranteed sort of like mortal wound output and also combat which one of the things that the ko list can generally struggle to do is push stuff off objectives once it's on there it can shoot them off but then it can't then move on so or just, yep. and it definitely doesn't move on with a lot of bodies so yeah so uh, all right well, that's it that's it so shout outs what's your uh, what's your head and your heart head gonna take it away heart's gonna take it away that's the i think my head my head is mitch um he's his list is really really strong uh and um yeah i don't i don't really see a hard counter to his list in the pack i don't i haven't from the the list we've gone through i don't see anyone that um maybe um maybe sean being two drop because he was in the um the battalion wasn't he was was he in the battalion that didn't include Marathi or that did I'm not sure anyway um yeah yeah so it possibly Sean being able to to go first and ping stuff off before the five up after save uh sorry bet Sean being able to go first put the five up after save on uh, and ping some stuff off could could be telling but yeah I think um yeah I like Mitch's list from a strength perspective yeah, uh, me too. I think Mitch's list is, is, I mean, it's 80 shots, man. Threes and threes, rend one, damage one. Like, an untouchable. He's just like, hero phase, here's 40 shots. Shooting phase, here's 40 shots. I haven't even got close to you. There's no. That's the thing about shooting. There's no retort. It's not like mm-hmm. I charge in, the strike back is going to reduce me down as well. He's just turn after, he's still at full output. It's really whether or not he can clear everything else, because there isn't loads of other stuff. Um, he can clear all the other snakes, take them off the board really quick, mm-hmm. whoever they're playing against, and then be like, cool, maybe I can outbody you. But I don't think you can really outbody someone when they're doing, they're pumping that many shots into your army. Um, mm-hmm. We saw them just like, we saw them on, on TTS just like, just delete Stonehorns like they were going out of fashion and in a turn. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, really, really good. My heart, though, has got to be, got to be uh, the Beast of Chaos. Like, Yeah, that, that was my heart pick as well. Um, I, I just... That, it's so brave <laughs> so brave it's, it's 
it's really brave. I think it's really good. Uh, yeah. All right. Okay, cool. So the moving on. So that's New Zealand Masters. Uh, moving mm-hmm. on to the Ready Salted List review uh, here. So uh, Sam, this is an event you're going to locally? Yeah, I had to drop out actually, Rob. So I'm not going oh, to this one. I'm sorry, um, but we can still we can still roast a few people if you want. Let's see. I'm, Let's I'm that. ready. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> um, so this is just we we hold a, a sort of a bi-monthly uh, event at our club model citizens out in Ringwood. Um, anyone in the the greater Melbourne area is 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 more than welcome to join the group and to to throw that in the ring and come down and play. It's it's a lot of fun. Um, and we've got a um, a good spread of of new and experienced players. So there's all sort of um, expertise levels and interest levels. So some people at our club genuinely do path to glory, Rob. So wow. over a, th- a Thursday night, they come in on the appropriate size table and work their way through the path to glory, and they um, derive a lot of enjoyment from that. They have fun. Who, it, what, these play- people who are about to talk about? Yep, adults. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Adult human beings do do that thing you just said. Wow, takes all sorts, I guess. They paint their models up, they glue them together, they they roll their dice. It's awesome. It's, it's genuinely good. I guess I, I consider Path to Glory to be like you know when people were skateboarding, like it was a major mm-hmm. thing. I know it's a major thing again now, but you know those people who had snake boards where you moved your feet and that moved it. Yeah, that's what I think of Path to Glory players. Like I'm, I'm like you're there, you're doing the thing, like and it's like. Like I, I'm interested, <laughs> but not to do is is really where I'm at. Um, <laughs> right, okay. Anthony Rowe is running a night haunt list. Oh no, these are so difficult to write. Um, uh, like that's one of the problems with night haunt that they're difficult to make legal lists with. I find. <laughs> um, so Raikkonen's condemned. Lady Alinda, Guardian Souls and Nightmare Lantern is the new book. Uh, the new the new stuff allowed from Bellacor. Uh, it should be anything that's got a an FAQ, uh, which okay, Bellacore so obviously not. doesn't have an FAQ. So this is the first illegal list of probably many. Yeah, yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so Anthony's the, bump... the club president. So how how big of a flex is that? He's just taken over the presidency this year. Yeah, and he's just like, all right, boys, we're playing things my ways now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do what I want. Um... Uh, we'll drop the FAQ rule for ready salted. Good. That's how. That's wait. So it's no FAQ, no play. Sam, is it no FAQ, know. no play? I, oh, I was know. eating ice cream. I was hoping you were gonna like. Um, oh, I thought it was no FAQ, no play. By Bay the Nos says it. it that's the situation. Oh, whatever. Okay. Um, cool. Right. Vampire Lord uh, is in there, so he's got that. So that's really good. Forty chain rush hard, ten hex rays, five hex rays, two chain gas. Five Blade Geist Revenants, sorry, 15 Blade Geist Revenants and 10, all in the Dolores Guard. Uh, yeah, it must be. It's the old book because otherwise mm-hmm. Dolores Guard would just be the. the oh no, he's got the procession. Ragnar's condemned. And now anything goes. Uh, he changed it. This is, okay. this is an awesome hybrid. He's got the old vampire, yeah. the new sub allegiance, and the old battalion. That's the best hybrid you could come up with. <laughs> <laughs> love it. I love it. I reckon it's awesome. Um, Big flex. Anthony's been playing Nighthawk forever. I'm sure. I'm sure he'll do well and have fun. I think he went 0 and 3 at my the monthly club meet that I ran this year. So hopefully is able to to get some wins on the board at this one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Anthony Zed, different Anthony, mm-hmm. uh, is running a more. He's running Mortis Praetorians OCR, so far more what we normally see, uh, Bone Reapers. So Catacross and then Arcan 
we sometimes see Arkan thrown in there for the big uh, additional flex um, and then cat across and then 20 10 10 of Mortec, five death riders as a little pocket and then Mortec crawlers two burnt Mortec crawlers and the burning head for those re-roll ones uh, on the Mortec crawlers um, pretty solid some really potent and consistent shooting uh, and then also you've got cat across to throw up the board but not a lot of like frontline punch from mm-hmm. Mortec but I, from everything I've ever been told, 20 more techs enough. Anything oh, beyond shit, that, yeah. Easily. it's wild. Yeah. 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 Uh, so um, this is pretty standard, but really good. Yeah, and I think he'll do really well. He was playing off on the second table last event we're at. Um, back in the day, Anthony won a Golden Demon, and his army is so nice. It's all 3D printed Bretonians um, as like skeleton Bretonians or like nice. ghost Bretonians. Yeah, nice. very, 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 very good. Nice. All right, uh, so then Brody Malagron uh, is running a KO Urbaz list. He's got the Engine Master twice, um, and then he's got and he's got those Phosphorus Bomblets, which are a fun artifact. Then he's got the Gun Hauler twice, three times, and then he's got th- two Sky Wardens and six Engine Riggers. And then he's got uh, ten Thunderers, uh, a cheeky c- Gyrocopter as an ally, and an Why? Ironclad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And I, I mean, seventy points for one for one gyrocopter, uh, and then mm-hmm. um, the gunshot escort wing as well with the big ironclad. Uh, so yeah, like um, I mean, eventually when you've read enough KO lists, you're like, cool, 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 loader, loader, boots. I'm gutted to see this, Rob. I'm what? really flat right now because Brody's been working on a pistoliers army that I wanted him to get tired of, so I could just sweep in and buy it once it was all painted up. So let's drop the KO, mate. Back to, back to the free guild, please. <laughs> Get painting, then lose with it so exactly, it can be bought. Exactly. Uh, go on, Brody. I believe in you. Um, and I love the cheeky inclusion of the gyrocopter. That's just going to look cute. Mm. Uh, and it's not bad for 70 points. 70 points is great. Um, Carlos Greblo, uh, he's running a Skaven Tide list. So Vermilord Deceiver with the Norbomb, Arch Warlock, Grey Sawyer on Screaming Bell, the Bombardier. Then he's got three lots of 20 Clan Rats, six Storm Fiends, which is nice. The Doom Wheel, he's obviously going to have uh, the... Uh, does he have it? No, I don't think he does. I'm just seeing if he's got the artifact. Deranged Inventor. No, he doesn't. No. No, he doesn't have it. Okay. Um, and then he's got the Purple Sun and the Vortex as well. So he's got the Doom Wheel, uh, the Vortex and the Purple Sun. So he's looking to just <laughs> Alpha Strike with some big spells, right? Oh, yeah. I did miss Arthur. Yeah. Sorry. Carry on. What do you think? I thought you did that deliberately. I thought you were having beef with South London Legion. You're like, there's one bloke in this list I know. I'm not going to read his list. <laughs> no, I really like Arthur. We'll go back to Arthur. <laughs> I don't know. Let me... Uh, no, talk about this and we'll go back. Uh, I, lo- I love Skaven at the moment. I'm painting up my Skaven. If, if I wasn't on the, the phone to you right now, I'd be painting up little clannish and dudes. So um, I, I hope I hope he does well, but this isn't like a, a well-constructed list in its current incarnation. I know um, he's been playing, Carlos has been playing heaps of different games with different Skaven builds. Um, and I think, yeah, 320s, a Doom Wheel, and then 130 points on YOLO spells um, suggests to me he's going to have like a heap of fun and be very thematic in terms of just blowing up things, but potentially also running away. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I mean, there's some really good spellcasting in there. The Screaming Bell with Skitter Leap, the Vermin Lord yep. Deceiver with the Norbomb. There's a lot of teleporting and moving around the board, not even including the... But yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think if he, if he, like, if he has an event where he rolls hot, every mm-hmm. opportunity to take out the event. But you have to, you have to roll, that, like, roll those dice. There's a lot of like, mm-hmm. cast this, then cast this to do well. 
Um, Arthur, who I really like, um, <laughs> has got a more Praetorians list. <laughs> uh, and then he's got Mortek of Necropolis, and then he's got Nagash, but at old points, so 880 mm-hmm. points, not at new points. Then mm-hmm. he's got 20 Mortek, 10 Mortek, 10 Mortek. Then he's got the Suffocate and Gravetide, and he's got the Umbral Spell Portal. Uh, so I think he's going to be going for teleporting Nagash to yeah. Alpha Strike. Uh, and then you've got to deal with him as uh, Catacross and the Mortec Guard just push up the board. Um, yeah, really good, I think. But like, We don't know the scenarios, so this is Russian Roulette taking this list. But if he gets a good run on scenarios, I think he's the, the strongest player from like a, a skill perspective. Uh, and he had a stinker by his own admission. He had a stinker at his last event. He just had a bad weekend. You know that happens sometimes. And I reckon he'll be looking to make amends for that and take the 3-0. Oh, go on, Arthur. I believe in you. I believe in you. Especially Nagash. It's got to be really fun to push Nagash around. Like, that's got to be like, yeah, yeah, like a big play. Uh, right, okay. Uh, oh, Chris Zed. Yeah. What can we tell me about Chris Zed? Chris Zed is Anthony Zed's little brother. Uh, nice. And I believe if Chris and Anthony um, draw each other, uh, it might be sorted out in the car park with little flick knives. Fuck. I think it could get heated. So. <laughs> So that'd be good. That'd be real good for our club to have as like a a story. Remember Fucking back in the West day when there was two guys fight outside. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking right, okay. a streetcar named Desire. I'm a bit more highbrow than you, Rob. But whatever. Oh right. I mean, West Side Story is pretty highbrow. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they just click at each other as they they walk in. Yeah, I could go like really English working class and say Kez, and then you'd be like, "What the fuck?" And there'd be like three lads from a mining town who'd be like, "Yes, Rob, love a bird." Yeah. <laughs> incredibly deep cut that is but um anyway uh <laughs> luminous realm lords he's got techless in here he's got um 40 wardens and then he's got 20 uh 40 sentinels but instead of being like a 20 and two tens he's just got 20 and 20 20 and 20 uh and then he's got uh oh no he's got 60 sentinels <laughs> holy <laughs> shit yes chris Z, this is what i like to see uh not even in the legion he's like i'm not taking the points He's like, I'm having more bodies. Um, uh-huh. And he hasn't even got any... Yeah, he's got no... He's got Teclis, 60 no Sentinels, 40 yeah. Wardens. Uh-huh. No Cathalar. He's like, fuck uh-huh. you. Like, this is awesome. All of his games are over within 18 minutes. Either way, like, you, you get into him and you take him off or he just shoots you off. Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah, it. This, this is fucking mid. Like, like, he's like, oh, no, I don't want... I don't want twin stones. I'm just gonna... I'm gonna roll the five ups and then I'm just gonna shoot. Yeah, this is... This is what I would play for, for Lumineth, although I would just drop Teclis and have more shooting. I'd just have one Cathalar being like, hope I don't die. That's what I'd aim for. Uh, right, so then Dylan McFarlane is running a Legion of Sacrament. He's got a Necromancer, a Vampire Lord, a Vampire Lord on Zombie Dragon. So this is old stuff, obviously, mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Two lots of five Direwolves, ten Black Knights, two Bat Swarms. Oh my god. Fifteen Direwolves, <laughs> thirty Skeleton Warriors, three Vargeis and a Mortis engine. Uh, and he hasn't even bought an extra command point, so he's going for that uh, 50 point for the uh, the Triumph there. Um, uh, yeah, what do you think of this? You, you like a bit of death. I, I like death. This is this is too much for me, Rob. This is There's too much going on. I can't handle it. Oh, there's one thing I will say, and I don't know whether this is Will, the TO's fault, um, or whether Dylan's done this, but, but please list your units in descending point value order 
Like, for instance, the the 15 <laughs> Dire Wolf should sit above the two fire. Do you agree with me? Yeah, agree. Like, from an OCD perspective? Yeah, okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, your Vampire Lord and Zombie Dragon, who's the general, should be the top oh, leader that I read. Right up there. Right yeah, at the I top. Agree. That should yep. be the first thing, yeah. 100%. <laughs> Like, I hate when I'm like War Chanter, War Chanter, War Doc, Mega Boss, and War Crusher. I'm like, oh, for fuck. Or it's War Chanter, War Boss, and Mega Crusher, and then War Chanter again. I'm like, oh, terrible Resub. to read. Resub. Sort it <laughs> out. I hope Dylan does really well because I love, I love that he's just taken a, an assortment of random things. This looks like a vampire count army that's been ported over, um, but just based on the model selection. Yeah, it's and it's also like... He's only got, like, the one unit to really bring back. I mean, he's got the 15 Direwolves, I guess, and the 30... I always thought old Direwolves was, a, like, a very viable build. Like, old Legion Gash. I never really saw someone run the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. But... You need the corpse cart, though, don't you? And you need to, to, to take the buffs, which he hasn't. Yeah. Uh, right, James Wellington is running a Nurgle Blessed Sons list. He's got the Harbinger of Decay, Vermin Lord Corruptor, uh, with the Wither Stave, which is it's nice at being on the Corruptor, actually. That's a really mm-hmm. interesting take. Uh, yeah, it's good. The Lord of, yeah, it's really good. Lord of Blight's got Rot Spew, and then he's got 40 Blight Kings. Three tens, two fives, all in the Blight list. We normally see these Blight Kings lists all the time. Lord of Blight's and got Rot Spew, so he's going to take five and deep strike them. Um, but we rarely see the Vermin Lord Corruptor with the Wither Stave, which is a nice little nice little play, right? Oh, I know what's happened here. He usually takes Balakor, and the new Balakor's too expensive for the list to work. Oh. So I bet you he's had to change it last minute because they've... Um, They've let the new book in. Yeah, yeah but I think it's really cool as well. I agree with you. I like this one. And it puts some nice spellcasting inside um, the and a survival a really survivable hero inside that can like move up. You don't have to be quite as sensitive yep. as you would with like let's say the Lord of Blights or the Harbinger, who you're keeping alive to buff. Really, you're pushing Corruptor up and reroll having to reroll sixes to hit against Blight Kings is awful. Like mm-hmm. so, really nice, and he's fast. That's, I really like that because he's cheap. What two eighty? Yeah, 193 wounds. 193. Yeah. That's oh, that's hard to get through. That you're rerolling sixes against. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's really nice. Uh, Jeremy Page. Uh, Jimmy Page. He's got a Calibron list uh, with Daughters of Cain. And he's got a Bloodrack Shrine, Marathi. He's got Hag Queen and Cauldron of Blood and Slaughter Queen. And then he's got 10 Blood Sisters, 10 Blood Stalkers, 20 Sisters Slaughter in the Scat Coven. You, Sam, I think you've got something to say about this. You had a, you had a face. So I thought Jeremy Page was – there's two Jeremy Pages that play Warhammer, yep. and I thought it was this other Jeremy Page. And a few years ago, I was working on this big IT project. So it was like a $90 million project, and we are getting someone in to write like a bid for us to get a get a better funding stream. It's a very, like from a complex technical perspective, it's a really hard piece of work. And the person that was coming in, they were going to be coming in and they were going to be doing like a, 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 a big thing or whatever. And um, Jeremy Page, the other Jeremy Page that plays Warhammer came in. And he recognised me as a Warhammer person, and in front of our board, he just starts talking about gloom spike kids for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't get the work. <laughs> he didn't get the work. No. Like, oh, I've been painting up my netters, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, that's shut my up. C. That's my CIO. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, imagine anyway, if you got them all into it. It's, uh, yeah, they're all like, you play Warhammer? <laughs> um, it's a different Jeremy page. But it just, yeah, whenever I think about that, it was funny. Um, um, this is a cool list. It's it's no different to the ones in the New Zealand Masters, right? It's it's cool and it's strong. Yeah, yeah, of course. 
Uh, Kylie Ward uh, is running a destruction list with a Krakeny, a Mega Gargan, Frostal and Stonehorn, um, a Fungoid Cave Shaman. Is this mixed destruction? Godrak? Yeah, what the fuck? Three lots of 20 uh, shoot. Oh, no, one unit of shooters, two units of stabbers, uh, an mm-hmm. extra command point, and Scuttle Tide because there's a Fungoid Cave Shaman in there as well. So Godrak, a Krakeny, a Mega Gargan, and a Frost Lord on Stonehorn. All right, let's Three. talk about it. Yeah, let's tell talk. me. So firstly, Kylie, how good. Like, as, as many chicks as want to come down to the club, please do. I met, haven't met Kylie before, but I'm really excited to see her there. Yeah. Um, the Kraken Mega Eater, right? Yeah. He has an ability on his War Scroll that when he piles in, then he's able to pick up a model and break coherency. Well, in Mixed Destruction, you can pile in in the hero phase. So she's able to pile it in, pick out a model, and then retreat away and do stuff normally in the movement phase, but to break coherency. And you could do that four times because there's four characters. So that's amazing. That's an amazing piece, a little nifty tech. One of the characters procs on a three plus and the others proc on sixes. So what that means is you should be getting sort of over one a turn where you're able to do that. That's great. I think they also do mortal wounds on the charge. So you could charge the Mega Gargan in in the hero phase and then break coherency. That's really clever. The other thing that happens here is the hammer blade. Um, it's a, anyone within three inches takes a mortal wound on a five plus. Well, they've given it to the kicks and punches from the Stone Lord. So the Stone Lord's not losing its spear. Its feet have the artifact on it, which is amazing. amazing. And then the other thing is Godrak's command ability affects friendly destruction units. So Godrak gives plus one to hit to the Mega Gargan and to the Frost Lord. And the Mega Gargan this is really needs really plus clever. one to hit. This is like a really clever, nuanced list. I, I wish that I was playing so I could play against this list. Fuck yeah. Well done, Kylie. This is great. Yeah. I, like, I, I've read a lot of lists in the past year. I've just been in this box reading lists. And yeah. this, is very, <laughs> this is very fucking different to stuff I've seen. So that's awesome. Even the Fungoid Cave Shaman. Fungoid oh, Cave Shaman and Scuttle Tide. Yeah. yeah oh. And Scuttle, Scuttle, fuck Scuttle Tide forever. If you ever played against it, it's the worst. Like mm-hmm. there's just a, a maniac the other side who's like, so I'm gonna put this, I'm gonna put this here, yeah, and then he's just like, hey, if, I, if, I roll, if I roll a bunch of dice, you're fucked. And you're like, fuck, like, there's nothing I can do, um, and that'll look amazing to paint up as well. That's great. Love okay. it. Okay. Uh, Lenny Bell is running the Slanesh Lurid Haze Invaders list. Uh, he's running a Keeper of Secrets, an Infernal Raptress, Sigvald, and a Bladebringer on an Exalted Chariot. Then there are ten Chaos Warriors, eleven Bliss Barb Archers, ten Demonettes two units of five slick blade seekers in the seeker cavalcade so they'll be piling in an additional six inches a lot of the new stuff uh, is this just like a bunch of new stuff lenny just a big fan of Sinesh generally do you know that or not so a unit of zombies right innately has a six inch pile in which is one of their battalions and innately does mortal wounds on sixes to hit which is the other one of the battalions like would 80 zombies beat this army would 80 zombies or does it need to be 120? <laughs> <laughs> it's just... Uh, oh. It's very expensive. I mean, the, got, do you know what? The 10 got warriors... Dark units. So huh? they got no dark, dark units. units. No. <laughs> I would like a... Does anyone have like a TLDR of what a dark unit is? Because uh, I've, I've never heard the term, is is my point. Um, I guess... I don't, I don't like this, Rob. I don't like the book. It's so bad. I, I think no matter how much finagling you do, it's hard to write something that's strong. Um, 
I hope that I hope that Lenny just likes playing Slanesh and enjoys their games. You know what I mean? Like I don't I don't ever see this. It's probably going to go three and on with the event now. I don't ever see this being competitive. But that's not because the person hasn't put together like a thoughtful list. It's just because the book's so bad. Yeah, I mean the Sigvald Seekers could do some really solid work. And I've actually played with Sigvald. Sigvald and the Keeper is a pretty nice <laughs> combo because if you can't like you can go with the Keeper, you can go with Sigvald, you can go again with Sigvald. Like he can do some, like they can genuinely work together quite nicely, which I quite like. Um, they're a good frontline unit, you know. Like what's that? Six? Wow, six hundred, seven hundred points. I know that's a lot, but Sigvald yeah. plus the keeper can do like some good work together. But you have to like make sure that they can do it together. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, right. Matt Kent, he's got a uh, host Arcanum list with Archeon, Kairos, Blue Scribes, Chaos Sorcerer Lord. He's got two lots of ten uh, acolytes and two lots of three screamers. Don't forget, he'll be summoning another six. Dartfire Demon Rift as well. Grim Fandango. Geminids and Umbral Spell Portal. We've talked about this a lot. You rarely see Geminids thrown in as well, but Geminids inside his inch list is insanely good because Archeon's already a natural minus yep. one to hit, so now it's minus two, and then he can just be minus two to hit and stand in front of your army and get ready to Dartfire Demon Rift. It's awful to play against. Um, we've talked about this... We've talked about Hosea Khan and far too much on the show, but it's a great list. Really good. Good bloke, good list. Top tables, I reckon. Let's go. There's an emote in the chat. Great guy, great list. Uh, Nick Matheson uh, is running a Stormkey Eternal Storm... Yes, Storm- Stormcast Eternal Stormkeep army. Uh, Heralda, Castellan, and a Relictor. Two units of five Liberators and 20 Freegal Crossbowmen. He's got 10... Oh, nice. Two lots of 10 Camo Skinks as allies. Six Evocators on Dracoline. And then 10 evocators. Honestly, Sam, sometimes I look at Australia and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Um, and whenever <laughs> I see, that's when evocators on Dracoline happen. Um, but yeah, like there's some really solid, potent points in there, right? Uh, especially the evos. Evos can get the plus one save, right? So they're pretty strong. Nah, they go mortal wounds after they fight and they reroll ones to save in the shooting phase and they reroll wounds if they cast a spell. They've got lots of old tech. Um Nick's list is fine, whatever. Nick, I, I know you don't do paid content here, Rob. Like you don't do uh, cash for comment, but I do. Um, Nick runs. <laughs> <laughs> Nick runs Craftsman Wargaming, which is the preeminent tokens, um, mods, whatever that you need in in Australia. So if you're in Australia and you want some stuff for your event or for your army, um, I would absolutely recommend reaching out to Craftsman Wargaming. They are absolutely brilliant. He's just made a whole heap of tokens for my clanation army, and I couldn't be happier with them. Uh, I. I'd like Nick to know that we don't take sponsorship, but we do accept gifts. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> like, people can gift things. Uh, right. Uh, anyway, Nigel Weir is running a Tempest Eye list um, in Cities of Sigmar. He's got the Black Art Feetmaster as a general, which is always a huge flex, of course. Uh, and then he's got the Sorceress, uh, and he's got Celestial Hurricaneum, obviously. Um, and then he's got the Patrician's Helm, which is really important because that's that aura of immune to Battleshock from the Patrician's Helm. And then he's got an Assassin, which is, again, a big flex. And then he's got 30 <laughs> Corsairs, 30 more Corsairs, 20 Dark Shards, 30 Executioners. And then just as if from nowhere, the the Ironclad that they all came in on. So if he hasn't, like, if he hasn't converted that up it's to el- be a bit... It's an Elven one. Yeah, it's, is it's it? an Elven one. Yeah, and he's um, we usually runs Riggers or um, Sky Wardens, and they're Elves as well. Um, wow! So there's That's it's class. like an Elven pirate ship or whatever. Ni- Nigel's in your chat often as Bane Thanos. Um, he's oh, a really nice. lovely bloke. He's, 
Yeah, so you've you've probably interacted with him quite a few times, not knowing his uh, his his real real life name. Um, I play against this army a little bit, and it's um it's always a challenge because you get the corsairs on a three up save against shooting, and there's just so many bodies and the ironclad with plus one to wound, um, and sometimes yeah plus one to hit as well in this list, um is just you know incredible. The output is incredible from that thing. So uh, it's it's certainly not the the strongest temper style list you can run, but it's still got heaps and heaps of tricks, um, and he's going to win lots of games with people underestimating it and also 240 points for 30 wounds um mm-hmm. with on the corsairs is amazing the plus one to hit from the hurricane as well um and there's a lot of shots and those executioners i really i like execu- i've wanted black garden executioners to be great since the start of age of sigmar they've always been like pre-aos one so in the mo times um they were great um and then they kind of like took a bit of a hit but like i still think you that would look, especially if he's... I really want to see pictures. If uh, Bay, Bay the Nos uh, in the chat, please send me some pictures on Twitter or something because that would look fucking mint. Like, that would be cool. Out. I don't especially... want to spoil his tech. I don't want to spoil the tech, Rob, but the Corsairs get plus four attacks each in this list because they have two combat profiles and there's plus two attacks. So plus four attacks each, plus one to hit, which is, is oh, pretty good Oh, and you can on. use Aura of Glory for plus one attack as well, uh-huh. right? Yeah that's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that plus the um, plus the little guy. The first time he did it to me, and he's like, "All right, so five attacks each, 150 attacks from the corsairs." I'm like, whoa! I didn't, I didn't like compute that when I was setting up my matchups. Fuck yeah, love that. Big love. I bet that. Yeah, I, I see. I would <laughs> happily run that around and just go three two and be like, "I'm having a great yeah, time." Two three. For sure. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, Rick Brown, bitch. Uh, who's got a store? Has <laughs> got a stock as a turtle. Damn. Damn. Uh, <laughs> we've got an Anvils of Heldenhammer uh, storm host. Uh, so this will be a shoot cast list, won't it? Um, so Lord Arcanum on Griff Charger, nice. Castellan and an Encanter, uh, and he has got the Everblaze Comet to go with it as well. Um, and then he's got six Vanguard Raptors with long strike crossbows, two Aether Wings to go with them, and an allied unit of 20 Skinks, which is nice to ally in the Skinks for your screen. Bodies. Yeah. yeah, 120 points for 20 bodies in Stormcast is really good. Really fucking good. Love that. 10 Evocators. That's like seven Liberators, isn't it? Seven Libs or 120 or 20 Skinks. Like, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like great pick. I don't know why we don't see that. I think just that ally in brings Stormcast up and in higher level, maybe a game. Just because they don't have that, which is why they lose. That's awesome. Yeah, great, great, great pick. Two units of five Liberators uh, and then ten Sequiturs. And don't forget uh, that unit of ten Evocators is 420 points. And then he's got that extra command point. So, yeah, those uh, Vanguard Raptors with long strikes, we normally see them in like three threes or a big brick of 12. And they're shooting in the hero phase as well as shooting in the shooting phase. But this has got like a nice bunch of other stuff. It's got at least uh, a solid combat threat in those Evocators as well. Um, uh, and then it's got the twenty, the ten sequiturs, which are not bad either, really. So like, it's it's actually a really nice mixed arms stormcast, which we rarely see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think he's been getting reps in as well. This is his first event, but I, I see his name popping up a lot in the games thread, just like who's who's free, who's free, who's free, and I love that. Whenever I see someone getting keen and into it, it's just awesome. Yeah, fuck yeah, yeah, big love. I hope that goes really well for you. Uh, right, Simon Nichols is running uh, Mortis Praetorians. Loads of Osiarchs at this. Osiarch Bone Reapers, Mortis Praetorians list. Arcan and Catacross again. 20, 10, 10 Mortec. Three Necropolis Stalkers, though. And then a Harvester, a Crawler, and then he's taken the Nightmare Predator Endless Spell, uh, which will be Soulbound, I imagine, to Arcan. And the Nightmare Predator is... That's the plus one to hit, isn't it? Or the minus one to hit. Like, Soulbound Spell. I'm pretty certain. Um, uh... 
No, nah, the Nightmare Predator chases around a hero. The the plus one to hit is the Bone Tide Nexus. That's the one. That's the one. Oh no, that Bone like Nexus with... is no. The Bone Tide Nexus is the terrain piece. It's the oh, is oh, it? Go... Yeah, let's go find out what the yeah. It's because I, I take this one with my um, crawler sometimes, so I should I should have memorized its name. It's uh called where is it? Oh, do you know what? You type OCR Bone Reapers into the fucking um yeah Bone Tide Shrieker. Thank you, Bone Tide Shrieker. So I got it half wrong. Um, I don't know why we don't see that more for plus one to hit across the army. I know. Uh, I just tell a quick story about Simon. He um he reached out to play me earlier this year, and he was there was a lot of smack talk, like more than you would expect from someone you don't know. And I was like, yeah. okay, that's cool. And um he was bringing his OBR, and I was like, oh well, he's talking a bit of smack. I'll bring the the Ideneth. And we went to club and we racked up. And I said, you know what I'd do? Yeah, 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 cool. Deep struck with the eels. Table him, turn two. And he's like, oh, yeah, that was my second game. I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit. That's not what I meant to do for a demo game. So I hope Simon, he's got a few reps in since then. I hope he does really well. Go on, Simon. <laughs> but that was an overstep you. by me. So that all the boys are calling me an asshole for that. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Uh, <laughs> right, Stephen O'Donnell is running a Zytrek list with Techless, a Lawseeker. Nice. Nice. First time I've seen this uh, in the list. Uh, Wind Mage, then he's got two lots of tw- no, 20 Wardens and then 10 Wardens. Then he's got uh, 20 Sentinels. Uh, he's got the five Venari Blade Lords. Uh, then he's got a unit of Wind Chargers. So he's only got yeah, one unit of Wind Chargers. And then he's got the Star Shard Ballista. And then he's got the Rune of Petrification as well. So uh, like um, that Shrine Luminar on the table is... It's nice being able to talk about Lumineth now with their new inclusion. There, there's a yeah. lot. Like adding in that piece of terrain has actually mm-hmm. brought the power level of that army up significantly. Mm-hmm. Like for no points. Uh, and mm-hmm. then... So that's huge. And then uh, the other stuff, like uh, having the Wind Mage and those Wind Chargers. I think the Wind Mage and two units of Wind Chargers, you've got a fucking solid army. Like, and everything behind it's really good. And then, yeah, the Star Shard Ballista or the Star Shard Battery, whatever it is, um, is going to be really, really potent as well. Um, what do you think of this? I hope he doesn't draw the other the other um, Lumineth list. Because imagine if he just cops the 16. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. Because <laughs> the other guy's fewer drops than him. I like this. I reckon this is cool. Um, they're, they're a really interesting army because there's not really anything bad. So whatever sort of hodgepodge you put together, you actually end up with a reasonably functional army that can operate in lots of different ways. And I think all, like, it's it's frustrating that there's a standout sub-faction because the other ones are all actually viable. Yeah, I think what's I think what's kind of stressful about it, although with the, with the um, Rune of Petrification, I wonder if that's going on the Lawseeker or if he's going to mm-hmm. do it on um, if he's going to do it on Teclas and just be more aggro with Teclas than we normally see and just push him forward, yep. um, uh, like would be kind of like a, a strategy, I think. But yeah, like it, it's a lot of stuff, and I think playing against this, I would be like, I don't really know where to start hitting you because you've kind of got everything. But twenty wardens, I've talked about this before. They can if they got their spell up, they can do some mm-hmm. work. Like mm-hmm. it's a lot of output. Um, so like I think yeah yeah like it seems like a hodgepodge. It, the, I guess the real issue is it's one hundred and two wounds. Which is low. Mm. Like they don't mm-hmm. summon, they don't mm-hmm. really regenerate wounds. Hundred and two is about twenty to forty below the average. So like it's very elite. But I guess you have an additional third on top because of protection tech list. But I think you really feel it when you start losing people. 
Yeah, I mean, it's half as many wounds as that Blight King list, and the Blight King list is making him reroll sixes, which is yeah. a huge debuff to his army, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. Uh, yeah, massive. And then Tam Smith uh, is running a Dom Hain Eidnet Deepkin list. He's got the Keeling King. He's got the Eidolon um, uh, of Mathon, the Aspect of the Sea. And then he's got the Achillean King. And then he's got three lots of three Morsard, one Ishlan. And then he's got two Alapexes, and he's also got a Leviathan as well. Um, I mean, there's not much I can say at this point about it. It's just awesome, isn't it? Like, this list is not anywhere close to the net list, and everything in it is really good. And I actually, I quite like the Achillean King uh, as a punchy character. In in so many other books, like the Achillean King's abilities and stat line would just be, you'd be going, oh, that's an auto-include, isn't it? And we never see it. So um, this is really cool. T- Tam's army is stunning, like absolutely beautiful. So if anyone's taking pretty photos on the weekend, um, please, please make sure you get some pics of Tam stuff because it's so good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, please do. I'd like to see that. Uh, right, the second to last list, Tim Close is running an LRL list again in Zytrek this time. Wind Mage and the Cathalar. Then he's got the Law Seeker as well. Then he's got 20 Wardens, two lots of 10, uh, no, another 10 Wardens, two lots of 10 Sentinels, so 20 in total. And then, there we go. That's my, that's my pick. This is how I play. Uh, those five <laughs> hur- uh, like Wind Chargers twice. And then he's got them in the Hurricane Temple, which you don't even have to do that. But now in the Hurricane no. Temple, they're going to be moving in each person's movement phase. Sorry, each person's charge phase and piling in or out like like um, in any direction, which is just nuts. Really nuts. Um, but I think that that's a big pick. I think you basically can control most of the board with those uh, with those uh, wind charges. 130 points to control most movement in the game. It's brilliant. I love that. What do you think? Dice to a stiff breeze. Oh, yeah. Falls apart. Um, yeah, yeah it's, I think it's 92 wounds. So it, it without techless, the, the trade is you get the additional units or whatever. But um, it's this is a really – this army here is really hard to play. I think in theory this is quite strong. Uh, but I think it would just be – I wouldn't play it. There's too, too many opportunities to make mistakes and for those mistakes just to, to be insurmountable. Yeah, I, but I, that's what I like about it. Uh, oh, there's also Severith in there as well. Sorry, I forgot to mention Severith. Oh, okay, I missed Sorry, Severith. Sorry, Severith's in there as well, like 300 points. Play sliding, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I couldn't grasp him uh, because he moved away. <laughs> I just, I think, I think, yeah, like I think he, I agree with you. It's a bit like what we talked about with maybe the Corsairs or something like that. I think you would have loads of games that you lose trying to use those wind charges and Severith to control board space, but I think you will have so much fun really playing against yourself trying to make that stuff happen and that's really fun for you and you'll make loads of mistakes and i think there's a big learning curve there so if tim plays that a lot i think he'll end up uh, really happy with that uh, over time uh then will knight yes will let's go will um he's running in ravages slaves to darkness archeon um who's marked to sinesh chaos sorcerer lord uh chaos lord 10 chaos knights two units of five chaos marauder horsemen Three Varangard in Sinesh in the Pleasure Bound Warbound. Warbound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I have to research. Um, what, I, I can't remember what it does. So it's a one drop. It's a one drop and he gets a six inch pile in if a model from the armies died in the combat phase. So um, it enables you to do some really cool stuff with um, 
with Archaeon and the six inch pile in lasts until your next hero phase. So if you go first and then they get the double, you've got this six inch pile in for your whole army for three, three consecutive turns, which is really great. And obviously being a one drop means he dictates in every matchup. Um, on the wills the TO and on the morning of list submission, we were just talking and it was like, oh, I want an army that's not awful, but can also win and also finishes its games in an hour. So I can do all the data entry and stuff. So it's his, that was, that was sort of his selection criteria for this one. And I think what he landed on is really strong and really cool. Um, and he's in the sub faction where he gets to summon marauders as well. So he's got realistically an extra 20 and quite good, 20 quite good bodies that are going to be coming on the board over the course of the game. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, I think this is really fun. It looks it looks just like a bunch of like comparing the masters to like a kick around at your local club. A mm-hmm. difference, right? Like a difference. Yes. And, like, and, and you <laughs> yeah, yes. And you get it. You get it. Like these guys are out to win the masters at like and then these other guys are out to just have a laugh at the weekend and like and it's nice that there's that there's that like dichotomy between those level of events, I think. I think that's really that's fun to see. Love that. Love that. I think I maybe I don't even know what I like the most. I think I like the Corsairs the most. Like, I think that's funky. (laughs) They are really cool. That is a really, really cool list. Um, My favorite is definitely the Mixed Destruction. That Mixed Destruction list is is nuanced. You know, that's uh, that's that's on point. Yep. Well, listen, Sam, thank you for at the last minute dropping everything to come on the show and, and enjoying uh, your ice cream. All I dropped me. was ice cream, man. I, that's the only thing I had going for me tonight. It's fine. I appreciate you. If you do want to hear more from Sam, don't forget you can check out his YouTube channel, which is going really well, which is AOS List Labs, um, if you guys haven't checked it out already. You still enjoying making all the content, Sam? Going well? Yeah, loving it. I'm doing um, the first of the CanCon series at the moment. So it's in post-production at the moment. Uh, we're talking about list design as a um, at list design and design theory, like trying to blend those two things together, which is blending my work and blending my 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 hobby. So nice. All right, perfect. That's really that's 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 wicked. Uh, I've got to go now because uh, I have to do all the research for the eight lists that have been submitted uh, for the super series tonight, um, which is they're shocking. Um, I've told Sam <laughs> off air. Uh, but they are shocking. <laughs> so um, that's going to be 5 p.m. tonight on the T Sports Network. Uh, if you guys want to check that out, I'm obviously back tomorrow midday and also tomorrow at 6 p.m. or for the Warhammer live stream kind of reveal show. And then we're live all of Sunday if I have any voice left for the Super Series uh, live stream. So that's going to be really, really fun. I'm joined by Darren and Speckles and Scrivo and Intern Matt. So the whole crew is working. We're going to have a great weekend. Um, so I hope you guys can uh, join in. Um, uh, and that's good. Uh, Sam, I'd just like to know the second time I've had you on the show, I haven't asked you about a single Age of Sigmar leak. Um, just, it annoys people so much. It fills <laughs> me with joy. Great, uh, love it. <laughs> Uh, thanks to everyone on the podcast. Uh, please stay hydrated. Thanks to everyone on YouTube. Uh, thugs. Sam, you got any shout outs you want to make today? No. Oh, good. No. Perfect. No. I mean, no. yeah, okay. Perfect. 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 Well, shout out Will Knight. It's awesome that he's running the event. His partner is pretty pregnant. So I think this is the last one that he'll be able to TO uh, for a while. So it's great that he's, he's sort of doing this for the club and then hopefully he can hand the reins over to someone else to take on the next one. Uh, it's brilliant. I'm shouting out Tarquinex, who's I've booked the giant TV in my house just to watch the Super Series. Yes, love it. That's love what it. I want. I eventually want like beers in with the lads because we're gonna do this thing. I'm super into that. Um, uh, right, so we are gonna go and raid someone now. Um, we're gonna raid a Warhammer person if that's cool with you, Sam, um, mm-hmm. and uh, make them happy. 
Who will we raid? Let's raid this guy, Gyro, uh, Joe Royman. Uh, no, not that. That looks weird. Let's do this way. Someone doing a chill painting stream with 11 viewers. Let's send 150 people to raid his ass. Um, <laughs> just emotionally overload them, which is always great. <laughs> Thanks, Sam, for being on the show. You're a superstar. Tune My in pleasure, later on mate. at 5 p.m. at the T Sports Network. So, uh, whatever that is. See you soon. Bye bye.